Welcome to Antique Dust. Welcome to a lovely, enthralling episode of Antique Dust, where we're dusting down the gorgeous, gorgeous series that is Bergerac. We have just watched episode six of series three, A Touch of Eastern Promise. So tell me, who are you? I'm Jonathan. And I'm Rob. And together we are Antique, Antique Dust. Dust. Woo! Yay! So in today's episode, we have a little bit of institutionalised racism um, and lots of Charlie and it seems to be fused with um, Thunderbirds and the Eden Project. Yeah. What did you think? I I quite enjoyed this episode. I thought it was good. <laughs> it was good fun. Um, it was, I think we've we've recovered from our mid-series lull. Of well, last, last week's episode of last was week. pants. Uh, that was. I mean, I'm still disappointed with that episode. Uh, but well, hey, we've turned the leaf on another page, and this one was fabulous. It was nice and sunny, so it didn't look miserable as sin. Um, a little bit chilly in parts. Yes, but I think that's down to the film stock mm. rather than anything else. It just it always seems to have that bluey cast to it that just makes it feel a little bit chilly, even if the sun is shining. I, we did see some very nice big blue skies and beaches that did look quite warm, even though Deborah was actually lolloping on the sun tanning lotion, which did seem a bit thick and gloopy. So anyway, this episode starts with Charlie, who has got his another sort of rich schemes, where he is creating a new hotel complex, which has got a um, investors involved. And he's got some Arab investors that mm -hmm. seem a little bit suspicious. Um, hence the institutionalised racism. Well, you say institutionalised racism, I'm not really sure about that, but I think there's definitely stereotypical representation. Yeah, that, yeah, there was. Yeah, and it was just, we'll, we will cover that in a little while. However, the hotel just looks a little bit like uh, a 1970s shopping precinct with lots and lots of glass and concrete. However, with the additional benefit of a big dome that pops up out of the sea. So, it, so there's a, a model of the said hotel um, that was been drawn up in Charlie's house. And it looked like a set from Thunderbirds. It looks like they'd actually made their own Tracy Island book yes, yeah. uh, for visitors. Yeah, I, lo I love that episode of Blue Peter. <laughs> Let's make a hotel complex in Jersey. Yay! And it also had a pop-up Eden project, like a big greenhouse, a domed greenhouse that came around it. So that it looked actually fabulous. It was a full working model, which um, Charlie was there pressing the buttons. So... The episode starts with an Arab chap um, getting off a plane, uh, British Airways, but it only said British on it. And yes, I, we, we, I didn't make a comment on that. You mm. said apparently British Airways, they missed off the airways. Well, they didn't miss off the airways. That's how British Airways was branded for a time in the 80s, just as the word British yeah. on the side of the planes. Yeah. I, I remember that. Well, I suppose it is pretty obvious because it is on an aeroplane. So, yeah, so it is. I just thought, why did that? I've always known it's British Airways, so but. Hey well, it was it was still called British Airways back then, but the the planes just had the word British on them. It's minimal minimal sign writing. Yeah. <laughs> they couldn't afford the Airways bit for the rest of the plane. <laughs> anyway, so, so Zaki Mansour, uh, Mansour, um, he arrives off the uh, off the plane, 
um, and is followed by another sort of suspicious looking chap. But just to sort of really hammer home that he's a little bit foreign, he was wearing the whole sort of Arab regalia sort of with the um, long gowns and that sort of thing. And then an appropriately dodgy looking um, sort of a foreign gentleman uh, was following him with a sort of a, a rather groomed goatee beard and uh, was being met at the airport. Yes. So and in the 1980s, having a goatee beard clearly marked you out as being a bit of a wrong one. A bit of a wrong one, yes. Either that or a university professor, but then that was always teamed with corduroy and leather patches. Um, so Zaki Mansour, played by Nadim Sawala. Who is Safi's dad? Yeah. <laughs> Julie Sawalaha or whatever. Is that Sawalaha? Sawalawa? Sawalawa. Yeah. Your facility with languages <laughs> never ceases to amaze me. I did actually get an A in GCSE French. Yes. And I actually passed the first level of German, although. Mm. <laughs> anyway, the so, Goethe Institute. <laughs> so Nadia and Julia Sawalaha. <laughs> Yes. Um, um, the children of uh, Nadim. Yes. Um, and he, he does, he, he plays it quite deliciously. And he's got a little bit of a sort of a glint in his eye, which it, it looks, it, 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 he's obviously a very good actor. So he get he's being trailed because there's other people, uh, there's lots of nonsense going on with regards to the investment. And he's a, I think he's a bit of a con man. Well, that's that's what we think, really, isn't it? Because there's Charlie Hungerford and his mates putting up 15 million, looking for an investment from from this chap of another 15 million. And he insists that um, the money is deposited with his at his friend's bank. And you're thinking, hmm, there's a something little a little bit. And meanwhile, there is um, a senior... Arab diplomat who is trying to get him off the island clearly feels that there's something not particularly useful no. about to happen. No, uh, and it's so the, 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 I mean, lots of it isn't particularly explained, but there does seem to be a background that's going on. So we just thought, like join the dots together, um, and which is actually I think that's a good way to do a drama. You don't always have to have. Exposition. Everything explained yeah. to the nth degree, really? Do you? No, and I. Uh, so it was. It was. It was really, really good. We we have we have another episode with Kim involved. Yes. Yeah, that's, yes. Uh, uh, that's not, we've not seen a huge amount seen, of Kim. We've seen more in this series than we have in the second series. Yes. Um, and she hasn't been kidnapped. No, she was nearly run down by a speedboat. She was never. Yeah, they locked in the cupboard under the stairs. Yeah. Yes. By the Hoover. Yes, but it was a very clean cupboard. Yeah, it was so very clean cupboard. No, sp <laughs> no spiders, nothing nothing it's unpleasant. Not, no nonsense. Um, so uh, there was, there's various scenes. Uh, Jim Bergerac is obviously called out, to the, uh, sort, of, sort of prized into a situation because the first incident is when Charlie is showing the Arab businessman around the site of where said gorgeous hotel, shopping precincts, Thunderbirds, Eden Project is going to be created. And it does actually look absolutely stunning. It's gorgeous. an idyllic spot. It's a gorgeous spot. And even the Arab chap says, well, why would you want to build on it? It looks very nice. And sort of Charlie Hungerford's face sort of drops. He bristles. He bristles He bristles bit. and says, we're just, just be maximising its potential. Yes. We're not uh, spoiling it at all. And even Deborah's not, 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 going, not very um, motivated for the hotel complex uh, because she thinks it's a little bit... Nouvelle Riche sort of 
Uh, she's, she's a little bit sniffy about it. Yeah, Deborah's not a fan. She's not a fan. No. And in fairness, I like I like the model, but I wouldn't really want to go to a place like that where you're basically holidaying in a greenhouse. Yes, I mean handy if it rains, I suppose, and that seemed to be the selling point that this geodesic dome rises magically out of the sea when the rain comes on, or something <laughs> like that. But. <laughs> With a, a cantilevered observation deck. <laughs> well, we can't even stop our roads flooding, so I don't think we'll do much, much good with the geodesic drought. Because even if it was built, it, it would go to the lowest tender and would probably fall down after five years. <laughs> it would be something like that sort of like, Well, we thought about doing it glass, but Perspex. Perspex works really well. Yeah, but then we couldn't afford Perspex, so we just went for concrete. <laughs> yes, so, yeah, we are blocking, the, you know, we're stopping the rain coming in, but we're blocking everything else. So, mm, lovely. Um, so the first incident happens when uh, a load of barrels come hurtling down uh, a cliff face where yeah. they said hotel. Now, that's a little bit silly because there's no actually reason for the actual barrels to be at the top of the hill in the first place. That's true. That's, that, that's <laughs> oh, it's true. It's not as though there was a sort of, there was a sort of uh, a, an oil rig or anything like that. There was, there was nothing no. else there. You've got sort of gorgeous outlook of fabulous fabulous views and sort of a very scenic area. And then you've just got a pile of A pile barrels. of barrels <laughs> poised on the edge of a, a sharp incline. Yes. Um, <laughs> Tethered together with some string. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, but when it comes to attempted murder... You know, rolling a whole load of bar- barrels down a, a cliff seems a little bit haphazard. It feels a bit like Penelope Pitstop, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, now if you're if you're gonna if you want to kill someone, then you presumably you're going to do something a little bit more um, substantial and yeah. and sort of more more certain, M- more more stabby or more bullety sort of. Uh, sort yeah, of rather thing. than letting a whole load of barrels roll down a hill and hope for the best. Yeah. Bit bonkers. Bit so bonkers. Uh, Charlie doesn't want to create a scene because he doesn't want publicity. Because Charlie normally does like to create a scene, which automatically heckles Bergerac because Bergerac gets called into it because obviously it's an Arab has been involved in this situation. Well, they believe an Arab was involved because he was wearing he was wearing the traditional garb. Yes, and a little bit more institutionalized racism. Well. <laughs> Less of the racism. But then he stops the wearing the garb and starts wearing a three-piece suit. Well, it's convenient. <laughs> well, it's convenient for the plot. <laughs> he needs to, he needs a, a, a way of being identified by an onlooker as an Arab at the start. But then once that necessity passes, then he can just yes. as wear a, Western as garb. A, as, a, as a devout Muslim, it seems to sort of like guzzle that down the, uh, the booze. Well, clearly he's not a devout Muslim. <laughs> no. He's a, he's a bad Muslim. So as indeed is his um, is his um, colleague and fellow criminal, the bank manager. Yes, uh, and it's Adnan. 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 Adnan Rashid. <laughs> so the next, the next, we we have a little bit of Charlotte. Charlotte is looking very glam. It's like she's been to a job interview. Yeah, she's she's had her, <laughs> she's had her hair done. <laughs> Good for her. Yeah, she looks like she's having a job interview working at Perry Plus for, for Jan Howard's boutique. Oh, for, for that ladies. would be great. <laughs> that would be great crossover episode. Yeah. <laughs> Jan Howard is looking to set up a boutique. On Jersey. On Jersey. And she requires a, a, a vendeuse. Is that the, the name for a shop? 
Von du, von du seller. Von <laughs> no, von a von du. That's a lady who works in a shop in in, in French. I thought you, I thought you got an A for your GCSE French. Did, you told us that just a few a few moments ago. Von du, V E N D U. That's to sell. Yes. Yeah, so. A lady but the way herself. you said it, it sounded like fondue. So it'd be imagine Charlotte wheeling out a hostess trolley. I was not a tub of scalding cheese. I was not. I was not saying fondue. I was saying vondues. Oh, it's just your Scottishness. Fondues. It is. It's the Scottishness. <laughs> so, um, so she's she's dressed up to the nines. Nobody makes any comment. She she's got one pot plant left, but now she's got some sprigs of of uh, of uh, flowers in a in a in delicate little vase. Yes, um, and she's let. She's ha- still trying to woo. It, well, uh, it's Jim. not not to woo Jim. <laughs> it's not getting with flowers. <laughs> flowers, but she and a, tiny and a new and a new frock. <laughs> well, she had two frock, two different frocks on this episode. Two frocks. Two frocks. She was looking it's two frock Tuesday. She was looking very glamorous. Her hair was just like exploding. It was like yes. huge perform. Yes, I think it'd been permed and then, then uh, back combed into an inch of its life. Yeah, with with plenty of L net. Yeah, um, being, being got, a, lots applied. of CFC hairspray, so just to create the good weather, <laughs> with the climate around Jersey. That's what maybe that's what they should do. Rather than the dome, they just like, let all, let all these sort of uh, hairstylists let go with all their hairspray, and that will just clear <laughs> clear the vision to the sun. Yeah, does it not work like that? I suspect. <laughs> I suspect it doesn't. I suspect it doesn't. So the next nonsense thing is uh, the weather's very good and Deborah takes Kim to the beach to have a little bit of a party and have a go on a uh, windsurfers. Have a go on a windsurfer. I don't think think that's what she took her down to the beach for. (laughs) They are called windsurfers. I don't know. Not a windsurfer. Well, she was having a windsurfing lesson. Where she was a bit cap at So it would be a windsurfing board. Oh, yeah, board. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That sounds that sounds better. Yeah. I'm not going a windsurfer. No, I, I mean I tried windsurfing. It was dreadful. I kept falling off. Um, so and it was really hard getting the sail up as well. Um, so yeah. No. So and then a speedboat comes along. But there's no really re- rhyme or reason for that. I don't understand why that happened because the Arab chap wasn't near the beach. Yeah, I guess they're trying to put the frighteners. I get was that the expression put the frighteners on him, trying to scare him off first by th- by rolling a whole load of barrels at him and then by threatening the granddaughter of his the investor. Uh, business yeah, partner business investor business partner. So that's what my assumption was. There was uh, some frightening some going frightening on. going on. Um, and it, it, in fairness, that speedboat went really really close to the to the windsurfers. It's blooming dangerous. Yeah, it was very dreadful. And obviously, someone could have lost an eye. Oh, well, Kimmy panics a little bit. I mean, well, you would, wouldn't you? I, w- I think I would panic if someone drove a speedboat at me. <laughs> no, maybe a little bit. Uh, so, anyway, so, so uh, Kimmy has to go to bed. The doctor goes and sees her in bed, so she's resting now. Oh, so, bless her. Yeah, bless. So, and then it just gets... It, so there's a little bit of nonsense between the Arabs, um, and we know that's like the Arab, the, the Arab that Charlie's doing business with is a bit of a... Ro- even more of a wrong one. Um, and then the uh, the chap uh, that's chained with Charlie is going to take photographs around the cliff faces, and someone tries to make a, a very inopportune moment to kill him 
with yes. and then ends yeah. up doing Superman over the the the, the fortressy yes. that he was on. I know I say this every week, but Bergerac really doesn't do very convincing fight sequences, and this was another not particularly no, convincing it, it, that, fight sequence. That just seemed really uh, 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 and then him taking a header over the over the barrier just that just came completely out of nowhere like, where did that come from because there was, they were tussling one moment and the next moment it's just like super bad yeah. <laughs> it's like an, an olympic swan diver <laughs> no, or something it was, it was, like, what, it was, what's going on here bonkers so i thought that was <laughs> but there was also a little bit of like uh nonsense with regards to the the, the arab chap taking photographs with his there's Nikon camera loading film into it um, and he's there taking photos so apparently we feel as though that he might have taken a picture of the chap attacking him he was aware of the chap, chap uh, attacking him and he fights back or struggles back and then suddenly goes over the cliff um, but the Arab chap rather than take the, cap, the film out of the camera he leaves it in the camera Yes, and um, so and allowing Jim Bergerac to do one of his now legendary illegal searches. Illegal searches. And um, Ste- steals the But the I think film. because he st- he, because Bergerac goes, uh, I don't know if it, because I think the, the camera is at Charlie Hungerford, so he's not exactly breaking protocol because he's got free access to Charlie Hungerford, so it's just a camera that's right lying along his ex-father-in-law's house. Um, so... And that's what he would say in court. That's what he would say in court. So the business, the, the Arab is there trying to nail the deal with Charlie Hungerford and his posse saying, right, we're going to pay, we're going to fess up first initial two million, you give two million, you pay it into this bank account. He comes back and then notices the camera, because right, Bergerac has left the back of the camera open with the film missing. So he suddenly panics. Then he phones up the banker chap who doesn't want him to be on the island, doesn't want him to con these people, um, and says, right, okay, I will go. You've got to pay me off and ask for £100,000. And in the meantime, Bergerat's quickly gone and got the film developed. I mean, most people would have just posted it in one of those, sort of get it back in 21 days. With and a then free that, film. With a free film and get lots of stickers saying, bad yeah. photo, yeah. judging over, your photo. Overexposed, overexposed, underexposed, overexposed. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. But no, he took it to Super Snaps. <laughs> Super, Super Snaps that had the one hour. One hour. One hour. One hour. The really big, fit, big ones. Yeah. I th- I think that Jersey Police probably have a photographer. Actually, actually, we've they seen the damn thing. Yeah, he's we've downstairs. We've seen the photography chap in in the basement. In the basement with his very sn- sniffing his developers. Sniffing his developers and sort of very friendly sniffing around Charles, if I remember rightly, in that episode because there was a bit of chumminess there. Maybe Charlotte was just flirting with him to make Bergerac more. Make him jealous. Oh, Jim, no! My heaving bosoms and my huge hair, which is... Can't be... the door frame. And can't be allowed near a naked flame. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, that combined with man-made fabrics. Um, it's just it's like a, 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 a human torch. <laughs> the baby Charlotte <laughs> with a fondue on his desk trolley. <laughs> Perry Plus. Yeah. Perry Plu, isn't it? Perry Plu. Pe- no, Perry Plus. I, I think it should be Perry Plu. No, it's Perry Plus because I if know. People who don't know what we're talking about, watch Howard's Way. Howard's Way. They, they say the fabulous character, uh, which is the matriarch of the whole show, is Jan Howard in Howard's Way. Uh, I was the ringleader of the Howard's Way fan club. 
Um, and you make it sound like a criminal enterprise. Yeah, fabulous. And it, so we used to do a tweet along on a Sunday night with Howard's way for all six glorious episodes. Six glorious six, series. Yeah. <laughs> six series, but there were six glorious episodes. <laughs> Shush. And um, I, did, I did a charity, Brave the Shave, for... Um, for Macmillan. Jan Harvey, who uh, who sort of starred as uh, Jan Howard in Howard's Way, uh, sponsored me £50 uh, from all the workers from Perry Plus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how I love that. I nearly had that framed and put on the wall. <laughs> so, yeah, you, anyway, need, well, you nearly <laughs> printed out the tweet or whatever. <laughs> I think I've yeah. actually tweeted actually. Um, so anyway, we're moving steadily on. Where were we? Um, yes. Yeah. So, so yes. Yeah, so there's, there's more nonsense where the Arab is found out that the camera's gone missing. Yeah. The, the, the film has been developed and they've realised that the uh, the Arab chap uh, is naughty and was there when the guy came off the cliff. Although it wasn't his fault. I mean, he's, he had a tussle, but then suddenly he did Superman over the bloody railings. Um, um, so anyway, the Arab sort of takes flight. Yeah, but I suppose it's not the sort of thing a respectable businessman should be should be doing. Should be doing, yeah. and and he did have a knife on him as well, which I guess yeah. is. A, and now he's got a gun. And he's got a gun, and he's and he's going to make a run for it. He's he's, he's going to try to escape it. in a triumph stag. So he, he escapes. But Kimmy, K- Kimmy walks in after dropping her uh, accoutrement from the. From the, from the stables because she's got a saddle. I don't know why though. Why, why would she take the saddle home? You'd leave that at the stables. Would you? Yeah. Touch things are, are I've beyond never had my a pony, ken. But you normally keep all your saddle sa- saddle accoutrement. Your, your saddlery pony. stuff. Saddlery stuff in the saddlery. In the saddle <laughs> saddlery saddle saddlery saddlery. Shush. I don't know how you pronounce that. So you say that? Equestrian people who are listening, please let us know. How is it pronounced? <laughs> yeah. And tell us how to pronounce Jihadpurs as well. <laughs> Jumpers. <laughs> so, uh, Kimmy goes in the house while he's making his phone or in the hallway to St. Helier sort of sort of emergency boats to France hotline. I think it was the St. Helier Yacht Club, wasn't it? I saw it wasn't a the Yacht Club, it was a it, that's where he went. He went to the Yacht Club. It had a sign up saying Well that was Saint next Helier to the Yacht, yacht Club. Club. Well, cause it, cause it was because this was definitely a, a boat rather than a yacht. A yacht's like the sails. You sat through six series of Howard's Way. You should know this. But there by was now. all kinds of boats in Howard's Way. There was boats with sails, there was boats with motors, there was fast boats that have Sort of three holes and there was all catamaran kinds of yachts things. Yeah. yeah anyway uh, <laughs> so, so anyway, so Yabu sucks to you yeah. then he goes and collects his 100,000 dumps it in his briefcase it's a combination lock um, dashes down to the harbour and was having some sort of tussle with the lady on the harbour saying the boat's not ready the boat's not ready it's not been fueled I said I'll take it as it is and then uh, Bergerac turns up after he's discovered that Kimmy locked it going hey Locked in the cupboard in under the, cupboard, the stairs. In the cupboard next to, next to Hoover. Very clean cupboard. Yeah, it was very clean cupboard. That was very good. So it was not, it's not that bad. It's not as though she's been kidnapped on an old barge that doesn't go like what she was in series one. Was that uh, series two? It was the series, first episode of series, series, series two, two when yeah. she was kidnapped by Elscarnet. Els <laughs> <laughs> Silly moo. <laughs> Silly moo. <laughs> 
and uh, then there, then he hijacks another because they can't get the boat. He, another boat pulls up and he goes in and waves his gun around and tells him to go off. But the boat's very small. And Bergerac arrives, and then the woman that says the boat's not ready gets in the boat that was not ready, and uh, powers it over and hit that boat is like twice the size. Yeah. So and we have an exciting boat race, and it looked quite nice too. It looks nice and warm and ni- nice and touristy. Post Cardi, apart from the apart from the yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come to Jersey, get shot by yeah. Larry. <laughs> apart from apart from bullets flying in every direction. Yeah. Um, and then, sorry, he gets Bergerac gets shot at, misses and ducks behind. Then goes up onto the top parapet of the speedboat, and then the woman who seems very sensible with the with the princess dye haircut. Like very, yes, very, very, she's very, very, very yachty. I very yachty. Very yachty. I thought she was lovely. She was very good, and um, then sort of pulls up to the side where Ber- and then Bergerac, the, the Arab, is looking at the bottom deck but doesn't see him on the top deck, and he just. Flies. He he leaps. He leaps like a gazelle. A gazelle like, and lands on said Arab, and then they have a, a sort of a tussle, a tussle, an unconvincing fight sequence. Tussle, and then the uh, obviously Bergerac doesn't seem to be winning very well at that, and then the guy that doesn't have a speaking. Well, they seem to go sailing the boat that's been hijacked, then turns it quite swiftly to uh, to the port side. That's left, I think. Starboard, uh, so, anyway, speeds yeah. into one direction and then the one Arab, direction. Were, one direction. were they there? <laughs> there was a boy band, <laughs> they were singing oh, missed, in the background. I missed that. They couldn't get the royalties right. Oh, right. Uh, so, <laughs> I don't think they were even born when this came out. No, <laughs> I think the parents maybe have that. Possibly. <laughs> so, and, um, yeah. and then the and, Arab. Falls off, falls off the boat. Yeah, in a slightly unaccountable oh, way, but he, 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 and then he his waves fist, his fist, fist. in a, I've gotten like, away oh, with it, I haven't been for you pesky kids, sort yeah, of, sort of way. moment. Yes. Um, uh, then following that, then there's obviously Charlie's disappointment at the hotel not happening. Um, a little bit of sort of repartee between uh, Bergerac and Deborah. They seem definitely less frosty. Yes. Yeah. I wonder whether there was there was maybe a, a thought in the production team to to get them back together. Back together. Because they do seem very, very, very lovely. And he's obviously without um, girlfriend. Well, at this, the the at French this one's point. gone off to Cherbourg or wherever to, to paint noses and uh, to the, paint the, welders because she can't <laughs> do noses. <laughs> And goodness knows what's happened to Marianne Belshi. She I has, know. Um, they must have a, a an APB out on her. Surely someone must have noticed that she's Janet vanished. Janet throttled her with a computer, <laughs> the computer cable. Yeah. <laughs> and we've and we've yet to encounter Susan. Susan, that happens next series, doesn't it? I think so. Ooh. I think so. Something to look forward to. Yay! Susan the estate agent. Susan Yay! the estate agent. Yay! So, um, yeah. So. Uh, and then sort of the other Arab that was in on it uh, was trying to get rid of him is escorted off the island yes and that's how it ends with yes. Bergerac giving a knowing glance to the camera yes probably expecting that the, the chap's probably going to be executed as soon as he touches down in Jeddah oh dear but overall 
overall, I really liked the episode. It was, it was a little bit silly, um, yeah. but I quite good liked fun. that. It was, good, it was fun. good fun. It was well edited together. They probably sacked the YCS person that did the last week last week's episode. By well edited, you mean it was it was well directed? It was well directed, and it was, it was well shot. Yeah, it was, and, yeah. and it was quite. It's still that still that slightly chilly blue film stock, yeah, though. I think they are. I think and I think that's probably more to do with the transfer to DVD rather than mm. anything else. But maybe in future series it will warm up a little bit. Yeah, perhaps. I hope so. But overall, I really really liked it, and yeah, I give this a four and a half out of five. Yeah, I would. I would go along with that. Fabulous. So we've so we're we're, we're over the mid mid heat season for this series. Um, so it's, it's uh, downhill, downhill all the way now. now. So anyone else that has listened to this gorgeous episode or, or watched or it watched even it, uh, of this episode and of Antique Dust following the gorgeous Bergerac, please tweet us. We are on all social media platforms at, at Antique Dust. Um, we are happy to hear any comments or if you have any sort of insider knowledge of Jim Bergerac's boudoir or the understairs cupboard that Kim was in, please do yes. let us know. Or if you were Charlotte's hairspray supplier in the 80s. They're probably dead now. People say it's probably oh, asphyxiated by oh. all the fumes. Well, on, on that downer. <laughs> if you're in the old people's home and you did Charlotte's hair, please let us know. Do you get access to the computer? <laughs> so, in the meantime, thank you ever so much for listening. Please tune into our lovely Lovejoy pod, which is every Wednesday as well. We are covering this episode three, this yeah. of the first series. Episode three. So you can be on the ground floor with this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and don't forget our Friday night spectacular. Woo! Original. The remake. Right. And we're doing The Wicker Man. The Wicker Man. That's this, that, that's this Friday coming, so tune in for that fun. Get your takeaways in and sit, and sit down and listen to our lovely podcast. So, in the meantime, so long from me, Jonathan. And goodbye from me, Rob. So long. Bye. This has been an Antique Dust production.